We weren't prepared to fight for the, for the 80. And they were. We are fighting for top four spot today and we delivered up, delivered up that crap. That's the embarrassing part about it. I'm lost for words on a lot of it. Welcome to Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork on the Pork. Yeah, let's stop this right here, right now. Like, is the season over? Like, you're Pork, you're Blake, I'm Heather. What the hell is uh, going uh, on? Well, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that the people at the greenhouse, uh, the Canberra Raiders, <laughs> number one fan forum on the internet, would be fairly keen to make sure that we knew they, everyone knew that we were here with their very dubious support. Sponsor? No one cares about sponsors anymore. Don't they? We suck. I, Let's just I admit care it. About the, I care about the greenhouse. <laughs> I also care about Landspeed Records, who do the cash money sponsorship, and Audio Technica Australia. I don't care about this filthy storeroom from which we're coming to you, the location of which we will never reveal, will we, Blake? No. no. It's in Civic. Move on. Blake's been crying. Just, <laughs> I, I came in. He's crying. He's been sitting in here, balled up in the corner. I was in, look, I was, I'm at a low point. So low, I wasn't even sure I wanted to do this podcast this week, no. which is why we're coming out a, a day later than usual. A day late, yeah. Um, a buck short of daylight. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, I was feeling very deflated. After the game on Sunday, as I think that's as bad a loss and performance as we've seen in at least 10 years. I mean, it's the first time in 10 years we haven't even managed to score a single try. Yeah, even in a 68 4, we scored a try in that. <laughs> it was four. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's not as bad as we've ever played. It's oh, not. come on. Oh, come on. Come that's 68 4 as well as benchmark against the Melbourne Storm. That was a more credentialed Melbourne Storm um, team. Looking through the, 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 the team list, and you know the players that we bagged going into the game, the players that we said that for the storm that weren't were crap, mm. like Marion Seve and Trent Liero mm. and and um, young Tanamapia. Yeah, they all scored against us. They owned us. We never said they were crap, and there was a lot of mitigating circumstances to why they dominated that game. That wasn't the worst we've played in ten years. Now, just in case good. people are wondering, those optimistic and lovely dulcet tones are coming from our uh, special. Guest star all the way from the west coast of the United States of America, Matthew Heather Locke. No, I'm going to go under a pseudonym. We're going under a fake name for this podcast for the rest of the podcast. Raider Matt. Uh, uh, Raider Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Raider Matt. Raider Matt. Uh, I'm going to be so negative. You might think I'm on the GMP podcast. Like, it's just like, it was bad, guys. Like, you're just saying it was okay. We were saying it's terrible. It's the worst thing ever. And you're just saying it's okay. And you, you no, I never said it was okay. First... I just didn't say. I didn't say it was the worst ever. That, you're going to oh, say that, that the, the first thirty minutes were like actually pretty okay, good. Okay, okay. And so if it's not the first worst thirty ever, minutes, what good. matches can we put in front of it for worst ever? Okay, what matches could come in front? I'm going to put in just for the simple fact that it still stains with me. Uh, blowing an eight point lead with ninety seconds to go at Bathurst. But they actually played better in that match. It was just more the fact they managed to lose it from that position that I'm putting it in front. Um, Newcastle last year in Wagga or wherever the hell it was. No, that was worse. No, 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 that wasn't worse because we had some in that match. We scored tries, and there were points where we thought we could win it. No, nah, but this game, they never had a chance. With uh, there's a number of things, but the interpretation like of the effort? rock was. 
No, not lack of lack effort. Of the effort? interpretation of the ruck was as bad as I've seen it, where one Close. team was allowed to play fast and one team was was forced to play slow. We look, we we weren't going to win that game, and I'm not ref blaming, but go back and watch it. And the amount How of times, times our players it? once, but today, <laughs> but the amount of times that our players were called off in tackles, and then Harry Grant. And their players were allowed to slow down the ruck. It, it, it was a masterclass in manipulating the ruck that Melbourne were allowed to get away with. And the referees um, basically allowed two different styles of football, I thought. And it, it, But you're going to come up against that in rugby league. It's it's a very subjective way that you can interpret the game. Mm. And, and I, we made a lot of stupid errors. Let's, let's not forgive that. Oh, stupid's but... been kind. Some of the effort. Watching, is, some no, of the effort watching that game, watching kind. that game, they're, they're they're the master. They're of the dark arts of slowing down the ruck when they're defending and speeding up when they're attacking. And yeah, Steve Roach is like, fast. "Oh, they're playing so fast." Okay, okay, yeah, but yeah, look, okay, let, let they're allowed to play fast. We, we should do the news. Well, we'll, we'll get to the news in a sec. I just want to say a couple more things. It's leading on. From no, 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 no. We'll get to the news. This says on here. The rundown says news. You haven't made this rundown. We'll get to the news in a sec. A couple of things I want to say is. Stealing the ball, attempting to steal the ball when you're not actually even really going to steal the ball is the new absolute sewing down of the ruck. I saw Harry Grant do it a bunch of times. The he Tigers does it did every it. game, dude. The Tigers like did it a million times. They get it by doing that sort of tussling for the ball thing. They slow you down by another two or three seconds. And, every time. and Christian Welch in attack backs up his attacker. We spoke about this last year, yeah. and it was worse this year. He actually grabbed one of our tacklers, and that's why we started fighting with him. So Christian Welch was grabbing Papali'i and Tarpany when we were trying to tackle and he was trying to back up like a Munster run or a Harry Grant run or what it wasn't Grant because it was early in the game. But there's just those subtle things that aren't necessarily rules that you can break, but they've, they've figured out a way to slow down the ruck or speed up the ruck. Yeah. They are the masters at it. And if a referee doesn't get on top of them and there's the, you know, the, the preconceived idea that one team's playing faster, then it, it, you are running uphill in sand with cement boots on. And that game was unbelievable how much they let Harry Grant slow down the ruck, dude. Like, please go back and watch it. And and, and it gets into the No coaching. one's watching the game. No one's going to watch it. This also gets into coaching because the amount of times that Melbourne tackle as a, as a pack, they defend in threes. They don't defend in – we were defending in ones and one outs, and the commentators spoke about it. But Melbourne, they really defend in pairs, and then Harry Grant comes in as the third man in, but he's the last man to leave. So he's yeah. the last man in, and he manages to get his hand in, or, and he's the last yeah. man it's to leave. It's the Cameron Smith method. He's just Mate, doing the Cameron Smith absolutely role. is, and it was infuriating to watch. And he, the amount of times both sets of players were getting up and complaining to the referee in that game – regardless of whether they got the call or we got the call was it just showed you that the game was there for like interpretation. And I, I, it was tough, man, because once we knew that we lost the ruck, we started doing everything we could to try and win it back, which was tip ons and all kinds of stupid shit. But please go back and just watch 20 minutes of that game and watch Never. how well, yeah. You can't Watch give out. me enough money to watch that match ever again. You can't. That's like, like no, okay, every person has their price. So I'm wrong. If, if someone wants to pay me a certain amount of money, find my price, I'll watch it again. But it'll only be if you give me enough money to watch it again. 
Yeah, it just goes to show you the a two triple cheeseburger. Oh, <laughs> look, the good people have been proud of sponsors of Razor Review, Blake <laughs> and the Pork. Uh, now they're not they'll be the the sticky. Jesus, your sponsor, your sponsorship was so loose. Yeah, but just it just goes to show you that the unfortunate nature of our roster at the moment is that depending on interpretations of the ruck and depending on whether we we dominate the collision, we are susceptible to not having multiple like plan B, C, and D. So mm. that game... It, oh, look, I, as... I'd be happy if I thought we had plan A. <laughs> I really would. <laughs> we had, we had, if we had... But, but what was what was really tough is, if, if you listen to the Fox broadcast, is when they cut to that young lady who's talking about... Darcy. What the coach... Darcy, who the coaches are saying. Lovely young lady. At halftime, and she's like, oh, she's asked for the Raiders to get into the grind. Straight out of halftime, we're kicking it and short kicking and we're tipping on and we're throwing. It's just. What was that Hudson Young? Was that, oh. Oh, it said third tackle on the screen. Was that really third tackle? Yeah, mate. It was third tackle. Jeez. Hutto, and we, we also had a shocker. The, the, other, the other person had an absolute shocker. And I will forgive him because he's my favourite player. But Jordan Rappiner. Oh, they, I mean, they, they, yeah. we know the brain explosions are going to come. You, you've got to factor that. That's there. Those. That's there. Yeah, yeah. My God, it came out. We were talking about before that, like, he got away with trying to pass the ball back to the, the first ridiculous <laughs> offload in the ball return. He got away with it. And so he did it again, and we didn't, and they scored a try. It's like, oh, my God. How about you to run a day? Yeah. Look, let's get into the news. Come on. The news. We got okay, the news. The we big, do this for Impact Comics down at Garima Place. The big, the big, the big news story. Of the week, undoubtedly, and, and the only one we're really going to cover this week is mm-hmm. um, it's official. Uh, the story sort of broke over the weekend that um, Jared Croker is retiring. Mm. I mean, it was inevitable. Mm. It was inevitable. Um, and then he did he did a press conference uh, mm. during the week to sort of officially announce his retirement, you know, and sort of um, thank the club and you know his family and and, and stuff like that. When the story broke, right over mm-hmm. the weekend, and I heard that. He was retiring. I thought, okay, he's out with a hamstring injury. He's mm-hmm. now announced his retirement. That's it. He's not coming back. But then mm-hmm. once he did the um, the press conference on Monday, it was pretty clear that he said he would be back for the the remaining games mm-hmm. of the season. So he's yeah, he gets he gets to have a couple more farewells. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, the players can you know show lift, up for lift, him, lift for him, lift for him. Yeah, because. Um, they certainly didn't turn up on his 300th, so hopefully no, we'll they see. didn't. And you know, no, they didn't. And and but he deserves it, something. We did miss him on the weekend. We obviously didn't miss his attacking because his attacking's been a little bit um, hamstrung, pardon the pun, for a while. But and I, and I love the way that Ethan Strange looked with the ball in his hand. Mm. But him and Jack looked disconnected on the weekend. Yeah. Strange was rushing up when. Uh, Jack wasn't, and he was holding back when Jack was. So that's not Ethan's fault. That's just a combination thing. And I'm not bagging the kid. Like I thought, he had a pretty decent um, crack at uh, his uh, debut. Considering yeah, I mean, what a, what a game, eight. what a game to debut in as well. Oh right? mate, and and any 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 claims he's a five eight, and he actually had some pretty hard runs. You know, hard runs that uh, I've I've never even dreamt about doing. So I I credit the kid, but. You know, we, we did miss that. There, there is one thing that for all of the, the naysayers about Jared, there is one thing that Jared's had his entire career as a connection with Jack in uh, defence. Um, you know, clearly a game against St. George, there were a few errors and that was because Jack wasn't playing at 5'8". At so, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully 
we can shore up that edge and we can get back to, you know, our very simple game plan and maybe get yeah. two points this weekend because that might get us in. But if, if you were to ask me what, what I would do this weekend, it might not be what they're doing. You know, I might like to see maybe Strange play six, but but I, 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 I know 100% and, and I know it's hard for maybe you to admit this, Blake. <laughs> I know 100% that um, Ricky knows more about rugby league than I do, so I'm, I'm happy with the side they've picked. Speak yeah. up, mate. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, it's, it's interesting when in Jared's um, press conference, he was saying that he spoke to, to Don about returning to the side. So it's interesting. It's interesting. They anyway, tapped I'll, him on the shoulder. Have they tapped him on the shoulder, you think? I think he just knows. I mean, I, Ricky tried to tap him on the shoulder a couple of years ago. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't been the player that he was for, you know, a long time now. And obviously he said it himself, you know, outside backs these days, uh, they're, they're bigger and they're fast. And, you know, he can't. He can't keep up. And like, like a lot of retiring players as well, it's actually the preseason that they, they yeah. can't put their body through, you know? But also looking at a club and the way that you want to run a club, it's we look at all these shiny new things, right? Trey Mooney, Xavier Savage, Ethan Strange, and we're thinking upside. We're thinking, you know, we want to score 30 points to win games. But we don't necessarily have the roster to do it at the moment. We have a roster that might win 18-16. And if if that's the case, then maybe we're better off with Jared for the next three weeks. We sneak into the finals and then who knows? Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, man. Like, if we lose this weekend, I want Strange playing 5-8 next week against Brisbane. It won't happen. It won't happen. Of course it won't happen. It won't happen. Of course it won't happen. As as you learnt from the press conference and some of the announcements this week, it's about Jack finishing the season and playing at home. And, you know what I mean? I guess they could move him, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I've, I'd move. Jack, I'd move Jack to the centres, and I'd move. I'd move Jared? Ethan to six. You're dropping Jared. Yeah, they won't drop him. They won't drop. If him. we yeah. lose this they, weekend, they won't drop him. He's back. He's he's back in the side till the end of the season, till the finals, whatever happens. However, it shakes out. Um, Jared and uh, is going to be playing left centre, and Jack White is going to be six. But I think it's pretty clear this year. I mean, you know, obviously there were some some good times when he first went to six. That I mean. Jack White at six has not worked this year. No, it hasn't. It hasn't ever come close. Like, that's the one thing that I was watching in that game on the weekend. I'm, I'm sure we'll get back. And I mean, Pork's very quiet, but I was try- I was watching that game on the weekend, and I was I was looking at Jack swing out to the left. And I know Pork, you know these guys more than I do, so it's probably best some things left unsaid. But I was watching this game on the weekend, and Jack's been my favourite Raider probably of all time. You know, like we're we're all fans going way back and and my favorite Raiders player when I first started watching were, was Laurie Daly, Brad Clyde, Ricky Stewart. And I have a very, very soft spot for Kenny Nagus because I, I was at that game, that Canterbury game, the grand final, whatever. But I, I haven't connected to a player like Jack. Watch him come through the juniors and say to my mates, oh, there's this kid coming through, you know? And then they're like, oh, who is he? And I tell him and then suddenly you feel like you have a secret because you know this young star. Mm-hmm. And then, then I remember he, then he writing burst. online years and years ago, you know, that Jack Whiten would play for New South Wales at left centre and people literally ridiculing me online that I yeah. suggest that would be the case. Still believe he would be the best left centre in the country. Without a, without a doubt. I, 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 I don't agree. Think he would. I don't think anyone. I, I, I love, and, I, and, I, and then Ricky moved him in a 5'8 and fullback. And it's, it's uh, there's, there's, there's probably not been a, a Canberra Raider that I'd love more than Jack Whiten. You know, mm. so I'm, I don't want to bag the guy on the way out. Um, but it's it's just a really, 
it's a it's a really hard thing to watch because watching that game on the weekend, every time they swung to the left, you know, Ethan or our our fullback and our winger Jordan Albert outside of him, we're not in space. It's still a two on two. He's not creating space, you know. So I've always thought Jack's a centre, and I love watching Jack play for New South Wales. And admittedly, I live in Los Angeles, so I watched every single game in the World Cup. And Jack playing in the centres for Australia was probably the best player in that team. Mm-hmm. I'd agree so, with that. oh mate, he was unbelievable playing but, look, for Australia. Right. And he, and if and if he was still eligible for representative Mal Meninga, he'd be the first picked. He's unbelievable at centre for Australia. He's just a a rock. Well, and Mal Mal's a centre coaching that team, and he's picking Jack. You know, like that says a lot, right? So it's just it's just tough to watch that game on the weekend, and it, it breaks my heart because. You know, but get, getting back to your point, I know I'm talking a lot here, but getting back to your point, Blake, well, I think we are on a transitional side for the for the, the club. And I think maybe some of the, the decisions when it comes to the, the selections this weekend is long-term. You know, I think maybe Rick's just looked at this roster and he's like, we're not going to win the comp this year, but maybe we need to try and not damage, you know, Adrian and Ethan and give them time back in cup. And we're going to bring that whole group up together in the next, you know, six months because there's yeah, some there's, look, there's some look, perplexing decisions, aren't there? Like like on our and our group thread, we're we're all wondering who got dropped and why they got dropped and who's been picked and why they got picked. You know, and yeah, it's the thing. It looks so the club have said they're very conscious of not rushing players in early, and you know, because you playing them early can do more harm than good. You bring Ethan Strange up for that one diabolical game. And then you send him back to New South Wales Cup after that. I would give him an opportunity to redeem himself against that, you know, at home against the Bulldogs. But anyway. Potentially, but it wasn't his fault. And I'm sure no. they told him it wasn't his fault. I know. I'd rather I'd rather that than him get the Terrell Sloan. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no I hear what like, you're saying. Yeah, you know, the New South Wales media get on him. And now, like, look what's happened to Sloan or Jaden Campbell. These oh, yeah, players but, that... but that's that's the side in, in, in oh, yeah, Jaden Campbell's different matter. He's going good this year. Yeah, he's going all right. He's done some really good things. But look, yeah. there was something that was half decent on the weekend, more than half decent. That was um, the NRLW side. Yeah, it was a it was a good game to watch. That one. It was a, a they followed the Raiders um, blueprint. Mm-hmm. They they yeah you know, the Daniel Stewart early game play. Yeah, got out, got out, out to a really nice <laughs> early score a try in the second half. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a point there in the first half when the tries were flowing. Yeah, uh, they had a couple actually um, that were knocked back by the video ref. But yeah. there was a point there where it's like this is they're going to win by fifty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to go through fifty six. It's going to be raised by fifty six here, and then all of a sudden, did you, did you watch it, Matt? I did. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of NRW, mate. They're playing. They're going to make the finals and they're going to give it a shake. They're well, great do, three wins, one loss at the moment. Yeah. So, you know, while we, like the men's side, also don't have the world's best for and against, but, you know, you got the wins on the board at the moment. Um, but, um, look, there were some standouts that I, I saw in that match, apart from the heart attack in the end and the golden point, which in the end was very well taken. I was very happy with that. I was surprised they didn't go for the try, actually, because I thought they were going to get over, but the, the field goal was well taken. Um there were two particular standouts. Uh, one was uh, Matua, who's the reserve front rower. Um, if that is not a cult icon, I don't know what I'm looking at. She, uh, oh, I love her. I am fascinated when she comes on the field. I, I It's all I want to see. It's like you're waiting when Australia was playing cricket in the 90s for Shane Warne to come on to bowl because that's when the action was going to be. I want Matua to come I on. Think she started, I, I think she started, though. She, I she, I, yeah. I, she was reserved the week yeah. before. Like I missed the first 10 I minutes. I think she started. She is everything I want in a front rower. 
everything well, a lot. He almost from. scored a, a brilliant try, and it wasn't actually like she's you know got got some serious size and yeah. some power. But she always scored an amazing try um, where she beat three players, not through um, running over the top of them. She actually stepped Step around them. and then she did all the hard work and got over the top. <laughs> but she, she was outstanding. And the week before against the West Tigers, I was, and she went off with a head knock in that one. I was fascinated by her in that match. She is worth the price of admission by herself. But look, o- offline, I got a little bit of uh, blunt feedback offline about giving Appy Nichols the. Uh, Raiders view with Blake and the Pork, uh, player of the match the week before, who I did think was fantastic and really enjoyed because it was clearly Samima Taufa that week as well. Well, it clearly was this week as well. Uh, she is... You never want to compare someone to being the next anything, but as far as someone who's vital to a side and everything revolves around them, like you choose your player of that. Well, she was the first sort of player they signed and they they built the club around her. And right. you know, when she returned in the second um origin match this yeah. year, I think she was a big difference in in helping New South Wales win that game. She's just like a lock that just doesn't stop. But she just doesn't yeah. she made 45 yeah, she's also and made just under 200, uh, 200 meters with the ball in hand. And she doesn't stop. She hits hard. She runs well. She's got to stay. Like, what doesn't she have? She's also leading the Dally M points by four points. She's on top. Yeah. By far. So they just. He's got a good today. try too, yeah. where she made a break and came to the fullback and just. Yeah. <laughs> the big Donaghy. Just... She's tough, man. Like, she's oh, tough. She's you'd, awesome. stick, you'd stick me at fullback running and I'd probably fold over. Like, she's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, totally. Is the it other great one we should have... mention... Oh, sorry, man. Yeah, keep going. No, I was going to say, isn't it great to have a team that that we can support, you know, like in the NRLW, that it's young and fresh and it's got a whole new energy to it? Yeah. And... It's just, well, it gives, it's it gives a... Raiders fans, you know, a, a reason to, you know, the, obviously the more teams you have, the more fans you're going to bring in, the more clubs that are involved that yeah. you're going to grow. Because in the past, I've only had a passing interest. But yeah. now that we've got, obviously, our own team to support. Our own team. Yeah, fantastic. All the, difference. the club's done a great job. I think they've sort of, they've, the other player that was really good and um, kicked the winning field goal was um, Zahara Tamara. Yeah. I think they it consciously. Really well taken. Yeah, they consciously. Um, built the team around her and mm-hmm. um, and Taufa. And like, she's got an elite kicking game. In, and in NRLW, one thing that prob some teams don't have mm. is a great kicking game. Well, she's got an incredible yeah. kicking game. She's a great goal kicker, great general play kicker. And obviously you can kick a field goal as well in Golden Point, which, yeah. you know. But it was a really good field. Like it was a cracker. It was like, yeah. yeah. The other person that had a, a wonderful moment in the game as well was um, Robbins Reddy with that, uh, Leilua esque oh, flick pass, flick pass yeah, for the yeah. try. You see the man, <laughs> the flick pass. Yeah, that was Dead. awesome. Yeah, anyway, it was good. It was good. It's good to have a win. Hopefully, we get another one because obviously there's ten teams, only four side go into the finals. Um, but at the moment we're well placed. We just got to keep winning, and then you know maybe we can actually see some green go deep in September. Fingers crossed. Yeah, October. And so the girls are playing at um GIO at home. It's a double header again. Mm-hmm. Get there early, one forty five to take on the um yeah, they're coming up against Parramatta, who are 0-4 for the season. And uh have got a points differential after only four games of minus ninety-eight. So hopefully um this will not be uh Raiders. And this of course is the side, right, that uh, was in the grand final last year. The Parramatta. Eel, the Eel side. Yeah, well they probably got they probably oh, lost a few. They? I know they were de- they were in the finals. And they lost a lot of players. Yeah, they probably lost a lot of players. I, I know they did yeah. that too. But if there's a side in the comp that can play teams back into form, it's the Cambrays. But maybe that's just uh, the men's side, not the women's side. Maybe the women's side are just going to show the men to go uh, how to do it. 
Not necessarily. Our Reggies had a big win. They were coming up against um, Newtown. Newtown, Newtown, who, Jets, Newtown who, who were doing very well at the start of the season, but now have um, lost something like five in a row. Yeah, the that, that's the unfortunate thing, I guess, with reserve graders. Well, because they've got Connor Tracy's now playing first grade. Um, Trindle's now playing first grade. Like, they've lost a bunch of their... Yeah, it's the same with our. It's the same with our our side, right? Like yeah. if 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 you're if you're a team that that kind of puts a lot of your energy into creating a culture that plays the same as first grade, and it's all feeding into the way that your first grade team's playing, and unlike maybe North Sydney or you know certain other clubs, but we now play what Canterbury this weekend, and Canterbury mm-hmm. have had a pretty decent season, um, but they've lost a couple in a row, so. The the Raiders Reggies are, are sitting in the playoffs, and we need to win. If we win this weekend, then I think we're probably going to most likely make it, which is pretty good considering the amount of injuries that we've had. Yeah, like, like, if, if you just look at our first grade either. side, yeah, exactly. So um, five. Well, that so so Cronulla's actually. If you don't know, the Jets are the the Cronulla. Yes. Well, Cronulla's feeding their players. The Jets is a freestanding club, so is North Sydney. But Cronulla have been sending their players to the Jets. But actually, Cronulla's going to have their own New South Wales Cup side next year because yeah. the theory is that so when if you're the Raiders New South Wales Cup team, you're less invested in trying to win New South Wales Cup. You're more about you know um, development. Yeah, that's right. Whereas, yeah, we had the whereas, same thing with the Mounties a couple yeah, of years. Back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But we were forced into the Mounties when they forced us out of the QRL. Yeah. So that was that yeah, was well, the we thing. Had that, slogan. Well, look, let's yeah. let's go into the market watch. What 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 have we got on the on the market? What are we watching apart from, of course, Arendale getting over the top of uh, Endeavour? Uh, there's been a signing. Point. There has been a signing. A during signing. Yeah, a signing. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a front row forward. Yep. Eighteen year old. We've signed eighteen year old Caleb Garvey. Now, the good thing is Caleb was born when meat was cheap. He is a big unit. He's a big. (laughs) I'm so glad we're signing an eighteen year old prop. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. You got to have eighteen year old props. The horse was an eighteen year old prop, wasn't he? He's not anymore. And now now he's a twenty three year old lock that I still think is a prop, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe, but you know, anyway, that's fine. So that's 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 a market update this week, which brings us on to our next segment, which. Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 hang on. No, no, you can't go there. Now, you, you sounded like you sounded like a, a crossing at a, a red light, which was <laughs> that Billy That'll be yeah, exactly. Yeah. A very famous sample. But let's 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 drop the yeah. Fafita watch, please. Uh, well, let's let's move on. Let's move on to the Chad Townsend watch. I was about to say <laughs> this is the last Fafita watch for Ever. at least five years, unless. <laughs> Unless there's a clause in there. Do you reckon there's a get-out deal in the new five-year contract he signed? Oh, oh there's a clause. Oh, there'll always be a clause. I think they've both signed. Both him and Tino have signed such good deals, they'd be out of their mind to get oh, out. Tino's, Tino's deal is ridiculous. Yeah. But 10 years, $12 million. That is ridiculous. Mate, if you're, he's worth if you're a Gold Coast fan, you might as well sell your ticket and buy like an Uber pass to go to Brisbane because they are not winning a comp signing two forwards to million-dollar deals right now. It's ridiculous, mate. Yeah. No, look, you got to trust. Desi Hasler has the runs on the board when it comes to really managing your salary cap. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know where back you're getting your mail back from. Back-ended deals. Matt. I don't back know where deals. you're getting. Yeah, but that's over. Piss off for Peter. I hope you, you know, whatever. A plague on your house. Anyway. Um, and you know what? Who else? He needed us more than we needed him. Is, yeah, that, is that what you said? So he's <laughs> lost. He's the one loser. It's his loss. Yeah. But you know Suck what? shit for Peter. <laughs> you know what's also his loss? He's Less crash get, balls for you. He's not going to get coached <laughs> by... You know the mysterious half brother of, you know, Coach Ricky Stewart. 
Yeah, this is Danny Stewart, the uh, half brother of a uh, Kim Baradis Kerry Twiggy Stewart. <coughs> uh, now, in regards to uh, this uh, uh, segment here, I just want to make it clear that I'm uh, not really in the mood to talk at the moment. Uh, I'm only doing this because. Uh, I have to. Uh, I'm in the uh, filthy storeroom with uh, Blake with a gun to my head, forcing me to do it. So uh, I'll try and plow my way through it. <coughs> uh, now, what does one say about that uh, shit show on Sunday? Uh, not a lot of positives that come out of it. Uh, I thought we started great. I thought uh, when that penalty goal from uh, Fogs went sailing through the sticks and we went 2-0 up, I thought, uh, fuck me, there's no way back from here for the storm. Uh, I thought we had it in the bag, but... Uh, Jeez, they uh, managed to uh, turn that game on its head and pull out of the fire. So, a uh, miraculous escape from them, and uh, they snuck home with the choggies. <coughs> um, in regards to, uh, I think we can find one positive from the game, and that was uh, that uh, that our four and against got an even bigger battering. <coughs> I've spoken a lot this year about the uh, uh, racing in the top four for negative four and against. Well, uh, we might even go a uh, step further and have a uh, minus 100 odd because we're minus 120 at the moment. Uh, if we uh, win our last three like I expect to, and uh, if we win like we have all year, well, we'll probably end up at about minus 110 and in fourth spot. And uh, I think that'll be fitting and uh, a phenomenal achievement for the footy club. <coughs> I just want to make it clear that I've seen nothing uh, over the last week or so. Uh, and over the last six or seven weeks, to suggest we aren't going to uh, race to our fourth premiership. Uh, we still should be the uh, premiership favourites, and uh, I think that's how it should be. <coughs> now, in regards to the uh, blockbuster against the uh, doggies, uh, the clash of the titans, I'm calling it. Uh, fuck me, what a uh, what a cracker that's going to be. <coughs> uh, they've been playing some uh, scintillating footy, and uh, we're going to have to uh, produce our uh, best game to uh, walk away with the two points in that one. Uh, <coughs> uh, we've had uh, Craig's announcing his retirement. Uh, hopefully that gives the boys uh, a bit of a lift because, uh, fuck me, they need something. So uh, the doggies, the Bronx at home and uh, the Sharks to come. Uh, three pretty easy games there. So uh, we should be uh, marching into the top four with uh, three wins under our belt. <coughs> uh, onwards and upwards and a uh, go your green machine. And you know what you want to say about Danny Stewart? You know, what you want to say, he bleeds green. Bleeds green. He's hurting, like all of us. Oh, yeah, all of us are bleed green. He's hurting. He's hurting. He's had a rough week. He's, yeah, well, we all have. We're, we've gone through the room of mirrors. We had a good, hard look at ourselves. I we, hope the players have done the same. Can yeah. they go into camp for this game? We should take them to the Eagle Hawk. It's time. Yeah, didn't it's they go? But didn't they go back again recently? I don't know. It's, did. it's time to go to the Eagle Hawk. Not this year. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. going gonna to get on to Rick, and I'm going to say, Eagle Hawk. It's time for the Eagle Hawk. It's time for something. Pull the Eagle Hawk. Bring them all together. Bring the Eagle Hawk. Get some of the guys who were in that Canterbury side in 95. Go to the pub where they were at, right, and have the same talk that they had because that seemed to work. So let's do that. How's that sound? Good plan? Okay, but, uh, you know, that would make me happy. But there have been some things that um, made me a little bit angry. You might say they grind my gears. You know what really grinds my gears? And do you know what grinds my gears? Reese Walsh's eyebrows? No, no, I, I find him compellingly attractive. I really do. I mean, I don't think he displays the most common sense of the way he talks to people, but come on, you've got to tell me those are eyes you can just dive into, right? Gordon Tallis's vocabulary. Oh, that I love Gordy. No, I love no, Gordy. He's Gordy. my ass clown. He's no, that was no, that was we'll was get the ass clown, He's a turd. No, no. What grinds my gears? Laurie Daly's my ass clown. What grinds my gears is what doesn't grind my gears. Like, seriously, what the? 
was that? What was that? It's like, you know, when Krusty was doing the the um the Soviet version of Itchy and Scratchy. It's like, what oh, yeah. the hell was that? That was my only thing. What the hell was that? But on top of that, we've we've winced enough about that game and the fact that, you know, I I watched every freaking minute of that match and it was a horrible circumstance within it. I watched every moment of that. So I've earned my right to complain about it. But isn't it bad enough that we're coming off a week like that? Then we come home only to be refed by Jerry Sutton. And what's more, Chris is on the sideline. So we've got two but Suttons. Did, did you see the statistics that recently came out? I saw them on the greenhouse, right? Mm. Do you know what ref we have the worst record mm. under? Jerry. At- Jerry Sutton. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what ref we yeah. have the best record currently under? Grant Atkins. Chris, Chris Sutton. Chris Sutton. Is that right? Well, Chris is on. I want to see his his stats when he's got the flag in his hand. Because I don't think it's going to be that good. The chance. Well, someone did point out. Someone did make a point, and I think this is a good point. Um, that probably when we're playing a bigger team, we're more likely to get um, Jerry yeah. Sutton as the ref, yeah. and Chris Sutton probably gets allocated to referee the, the lesser games, games. The lesser the, games. Jerry gets the TV games, and yeah. This, so Chris, the... so maybe when we come up against, I don't know who the, the Dolphins or someone like that, or the Titans, we're more likely to or get... the Roosters in the 2019 Grand Final. No, but I'm talking when we've had Chris Sutton. So the the, the, oh, the yeah, figures yeah. are skewed. So when when we're coming up against good teams, skewed or skewed, skewed. When we're coming up against good teams, we've got Jerry Sutton as the ref. Yeah. So we're less likely to win these games. I'm saying there may not be as all as it seems. Yeah, you know. But when you go and look at the 2019 season where we were playing well and we were winning lots of matches, the matches that we lost, Jerry Sutton. That's what I'm saying. And 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 it can't just be that because we were getting lots of high profile matches. Do you know who did that? Do you know who did that? Um. That story hmm. was old mate crawls. Yeah, crawls. It grinds my gears that we've got the Suttons this weekend because I just think, you know, aren't we down enough without coming and kicking the crap out of us in the gutter? Yeah, fair enough. Mm, grinds my gears. Anyway, we've already um, talked about the storm game. Do we have to talk about it again? No, Could we actually there's not just... really much more I want to say. Can I just want to say that some it? of the efforts in defence, um, you know, some of the, the... Yeah, mega tackle Zach Wolford. Oh, yeah, Zach Wolford stood out um christian welsh just just went straight between papa and tops papa first try. And tops yeah but that's know, that's it's, it's, i mean i don't mean to single out zach i apologize if anyone that knows him is listening to this but also like, yeah, i won't click Jack, that bit. jackie jackie boy's defense wasn't great jackie's and, and it was crucially oh, it was bad. bad his misses were crucially bad. bad because he exposed ethan and they ran in that spot he missed three or fell off three that he should never have missed in a million years, a guy of his caliper, and exposed it. And those three all led to tries, and by the time those tries were done, the side was done. Fair enough. Man of the match. We do have a are man we, of the Are match. we going to give away? We are. The $20, Blake and the Plork, uh, Pork, land speed records, $20 man of the match, comes to Adrian Trevelyan, who I, look, out of all the players on there, I wasn't disgusted by him. I thought... And yet, Coach Stewart, in his infinite wisdom... Mm. Has elected to um, send him back to New South Wales Cup this weekend. I choose to think about to what, get some more that, minutes. What Heather has said and basically said, he doesn't want to expose Adrian and Ethan to getting the crap kicked out of them. He wants to send them back to New but South Wales Cup. But if there's never a game, up, rather than being in a situation where they get the crap kicked out of them, is there maybe? But is there ever Trevillian's a game? Out, out starting nine at the beginning of next year. I think. So why not let him start nine playing, right now? Why not play him first grade for the? For the rest of the year, why are we sending him back? I can't answer that for more minutes. And like, it's not as though he has been like you could say Adam Arrieta or someone like a forward that comes on and plays ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. 
Trev's played 30 or 40 minutes the last yeah, two weeks in a row. No, it's not, as he, it's not as though he hasn't been getting minutes, and he's looked good. He's looked good in defence. He's looked good. But maybe it's not about – maybe it's more about um, Starling, keeping Starling happy. Maybe Starling's played good in reserve grade and he wants to – Oh, look, I watched, I watched New South Wales Cup on the weekend, and look, Starling had a good game, right? But I would expect him to have a good game when he's coming up against a Newtown side that basically had a couple of players that have played, you know, NRL. So who so, are our two best hookers at the moment, according to you? Wolford and Trevelyan. Not Tommy. No. No. Trevelyan starts. He's the and and Wolford. No, I'd 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 I would I would start Wolford and I'd bring Trevelyan on, which is so what's been happening. And then 60. Because I, uh, I, I I mean I, I'm I'm probably gonna piss someone off and I hope no one knows where I live, but if if you're gonna put say a gun Danny on my head, Levi. Don't say if you're gonna put a gun on my head and they're all fit, Wolford's fourth, in my opinion. Right. And so you're going for Danny Levi off the bench. Yeah, he's Danny, no, he's he's going Danny <laughs> no. Levi. Danny I, Levi, I agree with him. Danny Levi, eighty minute hooker. Oh no, I'm 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 with. It I'm might be with, Trevelyan, I'm with Levi, anyway, Starling, Wolfram. I don't I don't see the upside as much with Wolfram. So and I, and I, I love the what the kid has for passion, but I don't I don't think he's a he's our answer. Starling looked good in New South Wales Cup, right? But I would expect him to look good at that level going there. Because do you know who else looked great in that game? Matt Frawley looked great in that game. And no one's... Matt Frawley no one's is great. The shoot man's fantastic. Yeah, yeah because... because and Pork's very own Matt Frawley. Those players are probably the sort of players that would do really well in the UK. They're probably too... Same with Zach Wolford, mate. Same with Zach Wolford. Like, that's the hard thing that looking at our roster now... Telling and his mum's the, coming for you, The quality you, of players that we're, we're able to attract to our club is... you you got to look at their ceiling and you look at their floor. And whether you're picking players off their ceiling or floor, we, we're all mixing and matching, right? Like people think, you know, Xavier Savage is the next coming because of what he, the runs that he can do, but maybe his floor is so low that, you know, we should have probably kept Nick Glookstar last this year. So yeah, we never wasn't an option. when it comes was an option. No, you want to go back to his family, yeah. but when it comes to the hooking position, you know, there's an upside with Starling. There's an upside with Drivillian, but they both have a lower floor than like um, Zachy Wolford. So, you know, when we're we're playing decent football and we just need a competent hooker, Zach's perfect. But when we need someone with a bit of spark, maybe Levi, Starling, and Trevelyan got a bit more spark than him. It's 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 a tough. Yeah, look, I watched that in the last answer. cup game, and I love Starling and I love his energy and his effort, but he cannot pass the ball to the right. No, he can throw a nice spiral no, no, past the left issue, and. He's like Even Derek Zoolander. He cannot turn right. Oh, the, the he can sort of just show left. Derek Zoolander can't turn left. That's sorry. Yeah. No, that's, but but to your point, mate. That's my biggest issue with that game on the weekend is the amount of times their markers tackled our props. It was rough. They're, they 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 were allowed to leave marker and without being engaged. we had. Yeah, they weren't engaged yeah. and, and we weren't getting outside and just and then their then their their two man could just drift and it was. We we couldn't get any width, and then when Trevelyan got on, we got a bit more width, but the game was almost done. Yeah. So we, we we need a wider pass, and as soon as Harry Grant came on, they were hitting that wide pass to Munster. It just it was a it's a massive difference. Oh, in obviously game, Harry Grant is you know is if he's not the best hooker in he is in the, the game. Hooker. You know, he's a cheat. He's a cheat. Let's Perhaps, but also <laughs> look, a hooker by definition is cheat. The hooker <laughs> is hired to cheat. You know, it goes back to the rugby game, and you go to Sean Fitzpatrick. You know, 
you're there to cheat. Get away as much as you can, hold it up, push it around in the ruck. Cam Smith also perfected that. It's a cheat. It's yeah. not, it shouldn't be a surprise that the hooker's a cheat and that the best hooker's a cheat. It should be a surprise if the best hooker isn't a cheat. Yeah, I know. You should just do everything you can until you get called up. That's yeah, that's right. You cheat it. your little guts out. That's exactly what you do. And, and look, Trev, get down here. Uh, yeah, to, 20 bucks. Not to hobble your way out here, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, come down here, uh, to come down to somewhere and to Land Speed Records and, uh, you know, see Byron and say, Byron, give me my 20 He'll know who you are. Yeah. If one of the me... girls serves you, yeah, they um, will not know they, who you I are guarantee you at all. Just say, I'm here for my $20 raised review of Blake and the Pork uh, voucher. And if it's. Uh... We need to get one player in just once. Just once. Well, I uh, I will say that after a recording, I stepped out uh, and went past a certain shop that was next door. And in fact, saw a player outside with two teammates who uh, Blake had literally just been maligning. I almost thought about getting him to come knock on the, you know, come into the place and sort him out. But then I thought better of it. Should have done it though. Anyway, talking about what, what, what was what was he eating for lunch? Barn me, mate. Of course, crab barn me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, maybe it's time for us clown of the week. <laughs> oh, so many choices. Yeah, so, who have you got for us? Well, like, I was I was thinking about nominating whoever was responsible for that team list. That came out on Tuesday, but I won't do that. That'd be Ricky, and if yeah. you name well, Ricky, was it Ricky? Did yeah, Ricky of was Ricky solely coach. Did he solely pick that team, or was he influenced by others? He'll tell you he picked the entire thing himself, and he'll you know want to sort you out for calling him an ass clown. So don't go there. <laughs> All right. So in that case, I'm going to go with Barnaby Joyce. Um, if you have, did you see the Barnaby Joyce thing? <laughs> Is it the pub in Queensland? I'm glad you went Barnaby. I was thinking Barnaby too. At the pub in Queensland? Yeah, yeah. As, I was talking to my mum on the phone last night before the Matildas game, and she said they they on the ABC radio, they got in touch with the guy who ran that pub in Queensland or wherever it was and um, Northern New South Wales, and he said, no, no, he's, he's, he's all sorted. He's going to show the right game. That's... But yeah, I think I think they wanted out. If you don't know the story, I think he, there was some pub and they'd gone on to like the, um, the 7 Plus app and just seen um, yeah. France, um, France versus Australia, and, and so instead of watching, and they've done the friendly. Yeah, they'd they'd gone the 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 preseason. Yeah, the the friendly one well, preseason. The, the friendly the week before the World Cup. Yeah. Anyway, who have you got? Which goes it? to show you that Barney wasn't even watching it because he would have known it was oh, the wrong stadium. Cut. Yeah, he's just there. Oh, that's just, just an allegation. It was funny. I remember those years ago when Tony It's an allegation. Are you kidding? Sent, sent, it's Barnaby Joyce. It it's an allegation. You don't know that, I'm sure. But uh, when um, Tony Abbott came out and um, congratulated or wished all the best luck to uh, Mike, our captain, instead of Mille. All oh, right. Jednak. Jednak. And uh, yeah, but it happens that way. You know, it's maybe not their game. It's probably um, rugby union, I'd be guessing. Yeah. Um, and you know, rugby union supporters always make the best fair weather supporters for any other ground. They'll turn up, they'll buy a, a, a scarf, they'll sit there and, and ride the wave bandwagon, and they'll leave. That's what they do. Or Brumbies fans, they'll just vanish. Vanish. What happened to them? Well, that is faded into the ether. Who have you got for Ask Land of the Week, Matt, Heather? Gordon Tallis. Oh. oh, I love Gordon. I don't. No, Preach. Gordon jumping on our lorry. I thought for... that was awesome. Lorry... Well, I thought that was no, awesome. I just like, I just like the not... look he gave me. It looks skill. Jumping on Laurie Ford. Let him get it out. Some people haven't seen it. Black, eh? No, so Laurie gets on late on NRL 360 for the last two minutes till we're punting, betting. To spruik kind of some gambling company because it's always gone. I know. It's really sad considering how amazing a footballer he was. But he gets on last night or the night before, whenever it was. Who knows when you listen to this. But And 
and he and he talks about his odds and you know gamble responsibly and then suddenly Gordy goes are you feeling all right Laurie and Laurie's like yeah what and then Gordy says well you know on the back page last night which is another Fox program I didn't realize that so you said that Mm -hmm. neither I yeah you said that uh you know Aussie rules is the biggest Australian sport and Laurie's like oh did I and he's like, yeah. And, he, and then Laurie basically backs it up by saying, well, in punting, you know, you can bet all around the country and and they can sell out stadiums. And Gordon's like, well, yeah, in Queensland, I don't know any Suns players. I don't know any Giants players. He's looking through such a small prism, mate. Like, yeah, but, okay, but when was the last time um, GWS sold out Spotless Stadium or whatever the hell it's called? Do you know what, yeah, what, the, do you know what crowds go- they get at that ground? No, they don't. get about six thousand. They get more. GWS yeah, but, get more people turning up to their games in Canberra. They do, but this is the thing, and this is the difference. yeah. But Cronulla Sharks get like seven thousand to their home games. Yeah, because it's a construction live, site. No, but if we're going off live numbers, Aussie Rules knocks Rugby League out of the park. The reason why Rugby League can still stay in that argument is because of the state of origin television numbers. Yeah. So when it comes to viewing mm-hmm. whether it's live or tv aussie rules dominates mm-hmm. except for one marquee three games a year now i don't see why there's nothing wrong to admit that and try and grow the sport against that but there's always been this insular insecure aspect of rugby league where they're too nervous to to talk about other threats and they just bag them whether it's rugby union or aussie rules that i just don't see why we can't be more uh, honest about where we're at in the landscape and try and understand that and then grow the sport like i love rugby league but i also left rugby league when i was probably 10 for rugby union for a decade and then came back and now i'm willing to admit that rugby league is more fun to watch mm. But I also like watching the Wallabies in New Zealand mm. and the World Cup. Why? One of the don't, things don't that you suffer, Tullis, Don't you suffer enough no, no, as a Raiders fan? That, you need to watch the Buddy no, Blacks. Oh, mate, come Raiders. on. One of the things that Gordon Tallis said on NRL 360 last night was that if Payne Haas wanted to leave Rugby League, he should go and play for the All Blacks and not the Wallabies because that's where you want to test yourself and want to win. What Australian says that? What Australian fucking says that, Blake? Go and play for the All Blacks. It's disgusting. Well, a few Australians have got to play for the All Blacks. So. Yeah, but no, no, they haven't. Who has? Oh, Brad Thorne's Thorn. not an Aussie. Yeah, well, well, he, no, he's not an Aussie. Well, he, he was born for there. the Kangaroos, so I mean, like, yeah, but he was born there. Now that's bullshit. That it gets back to the whole thing that we spoke about a year ago when Blake was like, "Oh, I might go for Queensland," or "I might go for." No, if you're Payne Haas, you're playing for either the Kangaroos or the Wallabies. You can't pick and choose. You go and play for the fucking All Blacks. Are you kidding me? So now when it comes to like rugby league and rugby union, we don't, I'm, I'm, rugby league is my favorite sport. It is, but rugby league is my favorite sport, but we're also allowed to appreciate other sports. Can we disagree? It doesn't have to be. Laurie Daly wears a wig. You're an asshole. Laurie Daly does not wear a wig. (laughs) I'm going to do a poll. Does he dye his hair? Ricky Ponting wears a wig. I'll tell you that right now. For God's sake. And you leave my friend alone. Like (laughs) I love Laurie. Laurie Daly's his friend now. Are you friends on Facebook with him? No, you were, I was talking about Matt <laughs> Russell. You also said Matt Russell wasn't on Facebook. Yeah, but you also put out a poll on Facebook <laughs> about Matt Russell. About my friend, <laughs> you asshole. My actual friend, and you put a poll on Facebook about it. Like one of the nicest humans I've met in the rugby league yeah. media. It's and you put a poll about him, you about said whether he, he dyed his hair. You said he didn't. That doesn't mean you should put a fucking <laughs> poll on there. 
How many people are listening to this podcast, right? Thousands. Thousands. That's right. How many people know Matt Russell? A fair few more, right? No, but getting getting hey, back to fans, getting back no to my, my grievance. Yeah. As rugby league fans, we don't need to hate other sports. You've said this before. Okay, Tim. I know. Who's your ass clown? You. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're mine too, dickhead. Yeah, you are. You're a dickhead. Now we get to the Bulldogs game, which we got we got the, the last game of the weekend in the in the twilight on the Sunday, four oh five PM against the Bulldogs. And the Bulldogs, you want to talk about eighteen players in there that are hurting? The Bulldogs, they're hurting. They're not hurting. They checked out. They're in Bali. But, you know, if we can, if there's a side that can make a side rise and go back to their best, it is the Canberra Now, our problem here, like with the Melbourne Storm, we have won seven, the last seven, against the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. So we are due a loss, which I don't want to have it, but they've done seven straight. And then we get to our team list, right? We get to our team list coming out here this week. And, uh, you know, let, let's let's get into that first off. We start with Rapiner. Now, he should have got all his brain explosions out in the last two weeks. I think we can agree on that. The explosions of the brain have been epic, but it's Rapa, so we forgive him because, you know what, he's always trying, right? Then Albert Hoppawade, he's, he's had a few shockers of late, but my goodness, he's been great. So he's in there. We've got Nick Kotrick, who's still running straight, although not very often, against the, the, the Storm. Then in the centres, we got Jared Croker coming back for his swan song along Matt Timoko. Then we got Whiten and Fogarty in the halves. Front row is Tarpane, Papali, and Zach Wolford. Second row, Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead, Corey Horsburgh. So the only change there is that Ethan Strange has gone back and Jared Croker has come in. Then we go to the bench where we find that Adrian Trevelyan has gone back to New South Wales Cup. Tom Starlin's come in the 14. Emery Gula keeps his spot. And we have James Schiller coming in the 16 jersey, kicking up Sami Solo, and Adam Mariota in the 17 now, jersey. I'm all for, I was all for Sami Solo going back to New South Wales Cup to get some more minutes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, why, why wouldn't you bring Mooney? Why wouldn't you bring Mooney? Yeah, why, would you, why would you have, Ricky's gone back to having a, an outside back on the bench again. And he's like, well, Schiller's been doing big things in New South Wales Cup. Well, one of the Has things he really? that Mike Meehall would article said when he was trying to get a, a a grip on what the Raiders were and weren't because the stats were all over the place. The one conclusion he was come out from is what it seems is what the Raiders do to be successful, if you can call it that, is they figure out what the strength are of the opposition and they try and counter that. Rather than being a strength in themselves, what they do is go out and say, how do we counter that? And maybe the fact that Schiller's there and not Mooney is they figured out something that's a weakness. Well, the other argument that people Schiller will expose that Mooney wouldn't. The other argument people will say is he's there to cover Croker. Yeah, because Croker does he, is he does he have a bad hamstring? Does yeah. he is it good to go? Is it not good to go? Yeah. You know, he's out indefinitely, then he was suddenly he was back. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I think also I think that Ricky likes having a um an outside back on the bench when he can. Uh, because obviously, you know, invariably when he does have one there, we we see yeah, an outside back really go needed. down. And but, I think that when he has Starling um, on the bench as opposed to Trevelyan, he doesn't mind putting on Starling to play a bit of thirteen. Yeah, and, so and, and there's the, more there's more cover there. So there's more cover there. Yeah. Okay, so they so he can afford to have a outside back on the bench. They've That's got his theory. Avarillo, who's at number one now, he's off to the Dolphins next year, I believe. Avarillo, I think he is. Um, then yes. on one wing, they got Blake Wilson, who I was like, who? But I've seen a few things from him when the kid's got a bit of step. Of course, got Josh out of car on the other wing. Um, uh, you know, ignore him at your peril. He'll rip you to pieces. 
Then in the centres, they got Jacob Carras, who's actually a uh, actually a winger, but has come into the centres along with Braden Burns. He's a powerful runner. Um, yeah, got some. Jacob Carras is, Carras is not a winger. Carras and Burns are both great centres, and Blake Wilson's been great this year. Yeah, yeah. They've got a formidable outside. Yeah, that's right. They've well, Matt, their issue is their middles, yeah, which is our strength. We'll get, we'll we'll get Matt that Burton in, in number yeah, six. We'll he's the just, captain. And then you've got Toby Sexton, who's come just, down from the Gold Coast. Before we finish talking about the, the outside backs, they've got a lot more pace. I mean, our big issue, yeah. again, in the outside packs, and especially with Kroger returning to the side, is that's the slowest back line in the comp. Name a, name a, name, yeah, name a, name a slow back line. No, I watched, watched Kotrick and Hopawadi both turn and chase kicks against Melbourne, and they barely made it. Hopper isn't quick. No, nah, well, he's had... Kotrick he's clearly had, isn't quick. He's had multiple... Um, he Jeez. used to be quick, but he's had multiple ACLs, which obviously... Slows you down he's, a bit. Yeah, he's you know, Kroger's down. not quick. Tomarco's quick decent over 10 yeah. yards, but that's ish. <laughs> At least 30. He's not good over 100, as we saw against the Dragons. Yeah, he just... I said he didn't make it all the way. He did actually make it all the way uh, when he got that ball. But, um, right. Yeah. Anyway, so they the one got Cody Dixon um... in, in the halfback role. Then, in their front row, they got Max King, King and Liam Knight is with them now. Yeah. Um, he of the aerosol uh, mouthwash. Former Raider. Um, yeah, former Raider. Great. I really enjoyed his time here. you got Reed Marnie in the nine jersey. He'll always give us trouble. Then in the second row, right, they've got Viliami Kikau, who's come back. He had the weirdest cameos last week. His first 20 minutes, he tried to kill a few people, and he was outstanding. Then he came back on in the back end of the match, and it's like, he, what was he doing? Like, he, he was just not even there. Then you got Corey Waddell, who loves to score a try in the second row, loves getting on the end of kick. And then, of course, my mate, Ryan Sutton in the number 13 jersey. Rhino. Okay, the Rhino. crap player to score a try against us this week. The plotter. <laughs> the Wigan, the old Wigan plugger, plotter himself, Ryan Sutton. Put your money on it. If Ryan Sutton scores the try, I'm doing next week's podcast naked. That's, he ain't scoring a try. Um, I love Ryan Sutton, and you will not bag him out, so go to hell. Then you got on 14, matching our Tommy Starling, you got Kyle Flanagan. Then 15, you got Luke Thompson. Then 16, you got Ray, Raymond Fatala Mariner. And in 17, who has just announced he's quitting football after this season, to Vita Pangai Jr., and he's going to boxing. I wonder if he might try and practice a bit of boxing um, on the field when he comes on. Yeah, I would just, not. I would not be surprised. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's all very bit of boxing with with Hudson Young or Corey Horsburgh. I, I could, I could see it happening. Yeah, I don't know, or, or maybe Jack if he's interested in getting into boxing after. He football, is. Maybe, maybe he's, he's very interested. That. But um, different maybe, weight classes, I would think. But you know, uh, I'm always interested to see big dogs versus little dogs. So the the notable player, um, Tim, that you didn't mention in there, who mm. absolutely tore us to shreds um, when mm. we played the the dogs. Earn the season's Preston. Yeah. Is yeah. he out injured? He must be because he's not, you know, we'll get to this segment. He's not even in a spot where he might be able to brought into the side. So um, he must be because. Yeah, Preston, Preston's been great. He's their number one line breaker. He's, he's been a revelation. He's rookie I think season. he's rookie of the year. Yeah, he's he? been fantastic. Well, he should be. He'd be up there for sure. Yeah. No. And they, they look, and so. The, oh, he's actually been banned. At, sorry? He's been handed a lengthy suspension. All oh, right. When you look at the difference. Oh, hip drop. Oh. Against the Knights. Oh, I saw that. That's the one on Hastings. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Hastings apparently is better than they thought he was. So maybe they'll take that into consideration. No, no, they're banned him for the rest of the season. Yeah, they are. That's that's unfortunate for them. Um, look, so you're right here. Their back line's got masses of speed, right? Oh, two games. He's been banned for two games. Not the experience, though. They've got masses of speed, but not the experience. But their 
their their pack just doesn't have anywhere near. Look, Reed Marnie's great, and Liam Knight's great. Kickout's great, and they have really under you know considering uh, most people a bit like the the Tigers this year. You expected that they would do a lot better with the players they yeah. brought in. You know, you, you think you say to me tomorrow. Imagine if we were adding to the Raider, Reed Marnie and and Viliami Kickout to the Raiders side tomorrow for next year. Hmm. My God, you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? You'd expect that. Yeah, but if you look at the the rest of their pack, yeah, I know. Not many of them would make our but, squad. But, no, but so. look at this. Max Luke, King, Luke. Liam Knight, Corey Waddell, Ryan Sutton, Luke Thompson, Fatala Mariner. Are they making our side? Fatala Mariner might make our side. Might make I'm, our I'm, side. I'd, be like, like, to, I'd be curious to have it. On but their good days, if maybe. all of these players pull their good day, and their good days are good, their pack's very competitive. Oh, it it's is. Been the, it's been the problem. And look, you nah, know, Raiders by fifty six. Yeah, um, Gus is 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 wielding the axe, and you know, all of a sudden, um, Tavita Pangai Jr. has decided he's leaving for boxing, walking away for seven hundred and fifty, and then they got Luke Thompson, who's on. He's like, not walking away from. He's walking away with. Yeah, <laughs> there's a big difference there. And then, um, it's it'd be an interesting one, wouldn't it? Um, they'll probably guarantee some uh, some fight purses. It'll be something to do with that that Laundy. Family or something, there'll be Once some connection. More, the allegations <laughs> made by people on Raiders uh, of Vacant Pork are not substantiated and not necessarily backed up by the other people, or we won't be held accountable for it. He could yes, be getting they a pub. They're completely he could backed, be getting up. A pub. They're backed up. He could be getting a pub. <laughs> oh, shut up. Okay, talking about people who should shut up, it's time to rip in with Arnie J. G'day, Raiders fans. We are close to last chance saloon stuff for us this week. We have to bank these two points somehow, regardless of what side gets picked. I was laughed at by some, saying we got lucky versus the Tigers and look at what we served up the next week. So how do we win? First, we need to tackle. Our team didn't seem too interested in that last week, so that is a real worry. The Dogs score 44% of their tries on their right, so expect a lot of traffic on our left, and we know who that is. They concede tries all over the park in a well-balanced way. Our attack is bottom four material, so let's get back to plenty of crash plays from our big forwards. We can trust them to hold the ball and get over the stripe. The Dogs are the worst for all run metres average per game, which is great. The bad news is we are the second worst. We need to limit their go forward and get them keen for their Mad Monday celebrations instead of doing the tough stuff up front. Don't discount the World Cup last year as having a huge impact on our pack. Our two best players in Taps and Papa are a spent force this year for the most part after so much football last season. So for all you international rugby league fans, this is the result for us. We need to pressure Burton and his kicks. They are second last for points scored, so expect plenty of bombs and kicks to try and score. And unfortunately, we can't talk too much in this area either. Best of luck to all the Raiders fans this week. I know we are all hurting, but we need to turn it around somehow. Enjoy your footy and go, you green machine. I'm sorry, Arnie. I didn't mean that you should shut up. Well, that's very depressing. It's like as bad as it gets, Arnie. It is. It is. It yeah. Is. Sometimes I want to disagree with Arnie J, but, you know, he does. He has a point. Sometimes the stats don't lie. Stats don't lie. And look, our stats, you know, if you look at our stats um, for just about everything this and year. Look at, if, you look, if you look at our stats, 
Don't look at our stats. <laughs> Don't look at our stats. That's the best thing to do with our stats. But maybe what we should do is look at the extended bench. She's on the extended bench. Now, we've got in the 18 jersey, we've got Trey Mooney. Got to be a hard week there. Come on, we're talking about we want oh, to It's got to be a hard week. Uh, half a hard week. Okay, half, it's a, half hard a hard week. week. There we got he, Matt Frawley. Potentially, he's like seven hard weeks, but he's yeah. not played Matt a Matt Frawley final, has so. played, right, first grade, lots of first grade, one match. He's got to be a hard week. Got to give, half a hard I'll week. give him a hard week. I'm getting the shoe man a hard week. He's a hard week. Right. Then we've got Ethan Strange. He's now played a first grade match. Half a hard week. Half a hard week. Okay. Then you've got Brad Morkos. No hard weeks. Oh, come on. No, no, no hard weeks. Then we've got Adrian He has Trebelli. played an international game for Lebanon. Yeah. What did he played multiple? That, that's minus a hard week. <laughs> multiple. Then we've got to have Adrian Trevelyan, who's in the 22 jersey. Um, and he's got to be half a hard oh, week. Hard so week. we've got one, half, one and a half, two, two and a half. We've got two and a half hard weeks. Then for them in the 19, notably there is no 18 for them. So someone's been parachuted in carrying the 18. No, they just don't have an 18. In the 19 jersey, you've got Harrison ha- Edwards. No Hardwicks. No Hardwicks. You've got Curtis. He Warren. almost gets a like, like a point one of a Hardwick because he has two first names. He does. But then we got, no, he doesn't. Curtis Morin. Now, we've seen Kurt Morin play. It's half pronounced Moron. It's, yeah. pronounced, it's pronounced Moron. Moron. Okay, then we got. <laughs> it's not. He's Brad okay, Brad Morin. You, you know Brad Morin? Pre- yeah, I do. You remember he got also pronounced moron. That's his dad. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Well done. Then you got Jaden Ockenbore, who's come in and played second row. He's in the twenty-one. He's a hot mess. He, he's, he's, he's half a hard. He's, he's must be getting. He must be part of um, Gus's clean out. He's the Bulldogs hot. have gone through more players in the last three years. You see that Buzz Rockfield article? They've, they've like turned yeah, over six hundred and forty-two players. Yeah, they've got right. They've got. Jaden Ockenbar's got to be half a hard week. Then you've got Hayes Perham. Now, he's the guy who was at Parramatta and did his knees. Yeah. Now, at the Gannery, so he's got to be half a hard week. No, no. If your name's Hayes, you're never allowed to have any hard weeks. If your name's Hayes. Is it? So, All right. So we've got – and then you've got Reese Hoffman. Now, my question is, is Reese Hoffman Ryan Hoffman's pro- progeny? He Dave looks Hoffman's it, grandson. Grace, that's right. Is he? I don't think so. I'll, I'll, well, I'll you, fact you're going to do that. Look – I'm not even going to count it up because clearly the Raiders have the extended bench this week. They just, you know, the the Knights just don't have anything to be there. But um, you know, you know what's really good news though is we found him. We found him. We found the shark. Hello, everyone. It's me, John. I'm back. I know it's been a few weeks, but uh, it's been a few dark weeks. And now I finally emerged from the darkness, ready to talk about rugby league again. See, I spent a few weeks trying to expedite my Australian citizenship ceremony and, and it kind of, it, it sent me over the edge. It sent me mad, but now, now I'm back. I've, I've, I got an expedited ceremony, and I did it online. It took three minutes. Now I'm fully Australian. I'm walking around in thongs and a and suit jacket. I'm, I'm ready to go to any Australian airport and start screaming at someone behind the counter because I'm an Australian man in my middle-aged years. 
Yes, I've, I've metamorphosized. And I'm here to tell you that it's not going to get any brighter. After last week's game against the Melbourne Storm, the Raiders have driven a dagger deep into the heart of the sun. Soon gravity will no longer exist. The lights will go out. All earth around you will start to rumble and collapse on itself. All because Jack Whiten is the worst football player in the history of rugby league. Go you green things. I'll see you next week. And he does not disappoint. Well, I would like to say once again, um, the views of the shark mm-hmm. do not Why reflect. Why do we let him back? Do not well, reflect the I'm views of, of Matt um, or Blake. You can sign up to those views if you want, Hawk. I'm I'm highly amused, but in this case, yeah. Anyway, but um, you know what? I don't sign up to Blake on the burst. Oh, we've got a Blake on the Blake burst. On the burst Here is we back. Go. It's been a long time since we had a Blake on the burst. And... Oh, by the way, I forgot something. Pork Smokey. And you know what the Pork Smokey is for this week, people? Right, this is what's going to happen, right? This is Pork Smokey. We are going to see, right, we're going to see Trey Mooney come into the side, right? He is going to come into the side, and so is Trev. We're going to see Starling come off the bench, Trev go back in, into, that is not going to happen. Position. And Trey Mooney is going to come. You're a fucking lunatic. And Trey come into the side, right? He's going to come into the side for Schiller. That's what's going to happen. That's oh, Trey Mooney's not going to play first grade. Trey Mooney's not going to play first grade okay, this shut year. Up, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. Yeah. Do you Blake on the burst? Okay. Blake on the burst. Uh, ongoing frustration of mine, yep. highlighted by the recent um, logo change, which is now it's 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 in full effect. Forgive eight petitions. You forget you, about them to start with. You, 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 yeah, just it, just do what pork. You know, just be a happy little compliant fan like pork. Yeah, just just, just you'll be happy. Just be, just be grateful. Call me what you want. Call me a loyal club man. First and foremost, did you get did you get sent one of those boxes of chocolates? No. Um, or any extra Big Macs num- for like selling Big Macs at the game? Look, we brought out <laughs> we brought out to the good sponsors of the Canberra Raiders, the McDonald's, ACT McDonald's, and we said we believe that the power play was actually causing problems. They listened and they said, all members, you will get a free Big Mac with any anything that's ordered this week. They listened and they provided, and you guys will bag out that sponsor. They listened okay. and they provided. Anyway, get back to the club. So, so they sent out a bunch of people chocolates um, to yeah. celebrate having over 20,000 members um, this year. I didn't get chocolates. No, there's reasons It's, it's interesting enough. I've never got any. Like people I know have tossed the coin. They've been invited no to this. They've, I've never got anything. There's a reason for that. Yeah, I know. And You're an I, asshole. I, well, I think I'm shadow banned or something. I think that probably like shadow, when they, oh, I think it's official. You're on a <laughs> do not enter I, list. Yeah, I think that it's like the it's like the do not fly. You know, when someone goes to the goes to the airport, they go to check in, they type in their name, and like the screen flashes red. I think they've got something like that at Raiders HQ. No, no, no. See, what they do is they choose who they're going to do those things in the last twenty minutes of home matches, and when they've gone to find you, you haven't been there once. I left once, uh-huh. um, and I'd do it again, I think. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I think, getting back to the fan thing, I think that there is, when we've seen with, with the, the logo change and a lack of 
um, consultation of the fan group. During the week, I went on the Canberra United um, website, Canberra United, the um, Canberra mm-hmm. women's A-League team, right? And I see they've got a whole section, fan representative group. Canberra United values the views and opinions of its fans and is dedicated to ensuring they have as a fantastic experience as a fan, both on match day and uh, in every other aspect of their engagement with the club as possible. Mm-hmm. Made up of 10 voluntary members, Canberra United uh, member representative group meets with the club, including their CEO and other senior club staff members, a minimum of twice a year, share ideas and discuss a range of topics. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't the Canberra Raiders have something like this? The Canberra is probably meeting with members after every game mm-hmm. in the stadium. They do like. Why don't they have some sort of like that? You look at the board, as I said to you before. The board has no impact input from the fans. The board is just made up of people, um, you know, that that are successful. So they can rag on well. the board now. So you, you 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 think you'd be happy if we had one member, maybe like a greenhouse voted member on the board? I would. Is that? That, would you be, kind of would you be happy for like, GE to go forward and be that? I would. Okay. I would. I'd be happy for myself to go up on 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 be on the board. Would you now? Yeah. Right. But who would who who would elect you? You? Well, well, what I'm getting back to is I'm not actually talking about me joining the board. Getting back to getting back to what Canberra United have. So they have ten <laughs> ten members of fan elected members, right? They have ten members, and yeah. they have ten more members. And that's it, right? And they, they make sure that within those 10 members, they have someone who's under 25, someone who's over 65, someone who um, represents the LGBTQ um, plus fans, a disabled supporters representative. So they have a broad range of views. Why doesn't of the Raiders do something like that? They should, because it's probably, it's probably not that hard to do it. Just, you know, accumulating at least to be up. seen, like- at least to be seen. To be engaging yeah. with the fans instead of saying, "Oh, we, your members, you're wonderful. You know, we think you're great." But ultimately, this is our club, and we'll run it however the world way we want. Because, like, getting back to the logo change, which we discussed last week, and people are like, "Oh, well, companies change their logos." You see what happens to clubs who are at the behest of the membership. I know. No, I, no, I can I tell Blake, you. I no, got, no, 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 I can tell no, you. Blake's what, got a point here. Blake's he got a point. point. He's but got what a I'm point. saying, I'm not saying turning to the Bulldogs or the West Tigers. No, 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 no. Parramatta Eels is the one where it's absolutely ripped a club apart for thirty freaking years of listening to the membership and turning over boards on that. It's the worst idea you can possibly have. A benevolent dictator to the best system of government and it's the best system of running a football. I'm talking about having one representative on the board. I've got one. His name is Don Ferner. And I trust him, and he does my work for me. No, nah, I'm with Blake on this one. There's the community's changing, you know, and and the culture's changing. Where it's important to have representation of different different people and and inclusivity. And, and when it comes to sport, you know, you look back at how rugby league was, you know, looked at in the '70s and '80s. It was a rough man sport, and you know, the men went and played, and the women were at home, and blah 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 blah, and you know, like my old man was part of that where he was at the club after a game on a Sunday and mum was at home with the kids. Like, and he didn't come home till 11 o'clock at night. Like, and now things are changing and you want to try and like Blake to his point earlier in this conversation, you want to try and bring in as much fan base as you can. I think it's really important that you try and imagine if we were the club that was the most inclusive in rugby league off the bat and we were proud of it. That would be, that, 
I know the Manly Seagulls probably tried to do that last year and it backfired. <laughs> Canberra's the club that, that could, could do it. Canberra's the place. Anyway. Canberra is a club that could do it. Exactly. And it's probably it's it's the conversation needs to be had because if it doesn't happen this year, a different club is gonna have it next year or the year after. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, like you want to open your fan base as much as you can. I think it's the a really fans want to feel as though, as though they're listened to. And this is the thing I was saying about the logo. It's like, well, people go, well, companies change their logos all the time. Well, to Raiders fans, it's not just a company logo. You know, it's a symbol. There's people that have got Raiders logos tattooed on them. You know, it's just like, oh, well, we're just changing it. And if you guys don't like it, well, too bad because it's too late anyway. It's a logo. It's a logo. It's a, a picture. It's not even a picture it's of a but, real but thing. but the logo change is emblematic of mm-hmm. a lack of involvement and consultation with the fan base. Right. That's what I have to I have I have to admit, Pork, being a fan that grew up in the town that now lives overseas mm. and has very little connection to the community, even though I, I wish I had more. You know, my family still live there, you know, I got cousins and all that stuff back in Canberra. I the logo means a lot to me and it's very easy for me to dismiss it when we get on group chats and I'm like, Oh, it's just a logo. But for someone that, that has had to move away for work reasons and wants to feel connected back to where I grew up and back to my origin and my friends and my family. And that's one of the reasons why I do this podcast. Yeah. You know, like some of the, some of the people, paid, we don't get paid for this podcast. Well, you, you know what you, I mean? Like no, we just you, do it because you don't get paid. <laughs> you don't get paid. Nah, we do it because we love the club and we love the region. And we, we believe passionately, not just about the club, but about the people that support the club. Yeah. You know, like one of the reasons why we all do this podcast isn't about Ricky and the players. It's about the community and it's about what it means to all of us. And, and in saying that, that's a novel way of looking at it. No, Ricky no, will logo, come and go. The logo the means will come and go. Yeah, that's the, right. We the, are, the logo the, means yeah, a lot. I, to I me, agree. Man. We do. We do own the club. That's right. The players and the and the staff are just passing through. But yeah, that's, that's and, and I and I love Ricky more than I've loved any coach that coached the club. And I love Jack, and he's leaving. We all spoke about that. But the 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 logo does mean a lot to me, man. And in this logo, I I hated when I saw it. And now I'm trying to come around to it, but. It's it's easy to dismiss it, and it's hard to have these conversations. And maybe, maybe moving forward into this next you know century, where I always want to talk about the stadium. Maybe one of the things to get more fan engagement is to bring in a board member. You know, and and mm, you know maybe. we have, we have one of the we have one of the greatest footprints in social media in all of rugby league, which is wild. To think about it, like the Canberra Raiders have always been the ugly brother or the cousin, you know, like the, and we, we never got the Sydney media and all that sort of stuff. But we know that our social media presence is strong. And partly of that is because of you two guys and the Green Machine podcast, you know, and, and I like to bag them, but, you know, it's a huge thing that you guys have been doing for and five, six, seven years now. Oh, the Greenhouse, of course. And the, the Greenhouse. greenhouse. The, the... And the Greenhouse. Like it's, that's what introduced me to you guys. And it would be, it would be nice to think moving forward that that footprint would just grow. So I think Blake has a point. Okay. Okay. He does have a point. He does have a point, but I reserve the right to express my opinion. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. fair okay. Enough. And, right. when, and when we do nominate um, a member to be on the board, mm-hmm. which I'm not saying will be me, and I'm not necessarily putting myself forward, <laughs> but it will only be eligible, Tim, for people that hold um, full season memberships. Oh. So you you won't you won't be eligible. 
only fully paid members will be will be eligible to for this position. Okay. Is full season? Do I get a full season? Because I don't, I have the one that you don't get tickets because I live overseas. Okay. So here's <laughs> the just 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 to make clear to you what Blake's naming. Yes, I and my son Matthew have four game memberships for the Raiders. A four I, game membership. You need to point out people that my press pass means that I get into every game for free and I don't even need to buy that. I buy that because I think... Are you still part of the press? I'm confused. I buy that because it's very, very important to put your money where your mouth is and be a proper member of your club so I make sure when, that I am and you actually... When you buy that, they give you a big max. me that I don't buy the whole thing. When when you when you apply for your press pass, right, mm-hmm. do you put Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork on the, on the application? What, what, what they, press? The ABC. You're not on the ABC anymore. I'm, yeah, I'm still. Ah, so now I'm, I'm still there. Should people need to go away or be sick, I'm there. That's my job. And in the meantime, I take Matthew the football with me, and it's good. It suits everybody. Everyone is happy with that scenario. I'm happy with it. Sammy's happy with it. Alan's happy with it. Everyone's happy with I mean, it. I'm, I'm going to start doing radio review with Matt Lenevers and Brendan Cow next year. Now we'll see. Brenda was on uh, ABC the other day. He was very good. Enjoyed him. Yeah, I know he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but who's got a lift? Everyone. Everyone. Oh, we said this two weeks ago, but it's absolutely true. Everyone. Any any player in green that's running out in that field who doesn't think they're now playing for do it for Jared. Any yeah, it, just, no, don't do it for Jared. We had his three hundred. That was terrible. Actually, pork. Yeah. Look into the camera now because I can't see you, and I know this is an audio medium. Mm-hmm. Who was terrible on the weekend, in your opinion? Because there was someone I watched on the weekend who I've never seen play as bad, and it was hard to watch. I the player that I marked on players I was most disappointed with, rather than the players who played the worst. So I was most disappointed mm-hmm. with Jack. I thought Jack had mm-hmm. one of the most miserable matches. He caused us more problems than he solved. And I thought mm-hmm. Zach Wolford, I, I just like, I felt sorry for him. It was like watching an animal that had been hit by a car. Yeah, on he the was side tired. Of the road. And, and he came back on at a tough um, point of the game. And I know look, I I'm not, him I'm not going to throw um, Rapper's brains explosions in there because that's part no, of the Joey Tarpany played a bad game on the weekend, dude. Joey Tarpany played a bad game. Yeah, but that's that's going to be an outlier. That's an outlier. Is it? It's the. It's. It's. I think it's maybe the worst game he's played for us. Maybe, but it's an outlier. It's an outlier. So he's got a lift. Well, they've, they've, all, they've all got a lift. They've all got a lift. Well, here's a question. I can see both of you on the screen. Mm. Do you got? Would you guys rather win this weekend and maybe against the Sharks? We're not going to beat Brisbane next week, and then maybe win the first week of the finals or not, right? Yes. And then lose second week or. Or would you rather lose, lose, lose and gut the club moving forward? I, I'm not even sure how you can ask that question. I truly believe we will win this weekend. I think we will do then. Do you lose? Do I will lose then, right? then. No, I want us to win, but I have I a feeling in the, the long-term days. effects of the club, I think it's, we might be better off losing. No, no. Now you, no, now you, sound, no. now you are sounding like the Green Machine podcast. No, no, yeah, no. We will <laughs> beat the Bulldogs this weekend, and then we will beat the Broncos, securing our We're final not beating position, the Broncos, mate. Going to the We're Sharks not the with the bizarrest possibility that we actually get to fourth spot. This is actually- I love you, Paul. This is still live. And when it does, you always want your kids to play finals. If you go in there, even if they're going into a final and all it is is for the experience of actually taking the field, you want that experience. You want that experience. But I believe not only can we make the finals, but I think this year is a Bradbury year. Anyone can win it that makes it. 
as long as you stay on your freaking skates. And I do not rule us out of that. I Anyone believe... that can win it, that makes it, can win it. Anyone. We could play Penrith a hundred times in a row, like for the next hundred days. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and they would... Antonio, uh, Antonio could go into the side netting with the bloody guy from Sweden, right? And all of a sudden you're still in your skates. We need more than a Brad Penrith. We need someone no, no, you with imagine a machine Penrith. gun to shoot everyone. Penrith, right, <laughs> gets... Um, Isaiah Yeo does his knee. Uh, Dylan Edwards. And they get the trots. Dylan Everyone's Edwards, got the runs. Um, gets, can't play in the game. Oh, so like, play. like the South African World Cup, speaking of rugby, yeah. when they poison the All Blacks. Yeah, I'm just saying. that if you, take, you take Dylan Edwards out of the Penrith Hawks pie. If you can no, make no, a beef no, Wellington no. pie with, mush- with some dried mushrooms in it and feed it to Penrith, <laughs> we might have a chance of beating them. Or no, Brisbane. No. I want to win. I still believe we can do something if we win. I believe the skill and... We'll be flat out beating the Bulldogs. We'll be flat out beating the Bulldogs. Absolutely. just want to rag (laughs) on anything. We've had some rotten matches. It's not ragging, mate. We will be flat out beating the Bulldogs. And then we're going to get pumped by Brisbane. We have seen, even this season, this side come out and put on some sensational performances. That win against Broncos early this season. Are you telling me that game doesn't beat anybody? No, but that game was like 2012. That's so long ago, But who the freak... No, no. They have it in them. There is the skill. They are good enough. And if they're there and they believe it, and what is more dangerous than a side that has nothing to lose? Nothing yeah, the is Bulldogs more got nothing to lose. They're more dangerous. They're going to beat us. Anyway, I want apparently... to I believe we can win all three. I believe we can go into the finals the high level. I believe we can even <laughs> challenge it. Yes, it will take some luck, but as long as we Where stay on our skate, from? we can uh-huh. beat us. You've, you've naysayed me before in the depths of 2018 when I came out and told you this side was on the verge of something, and they were. I'm telling you now. Naysay, Jesus Christ, man. If we beat, still has we can beat the Bulldogs. If we, if we beat Brisbane in two weeks, I will. This isn't just me being a club shield. This isn't just me being Mr. Positive Pants. This isn't just me being the corporate man. This is genuinely looking at it and saying, What's wrong is it hasn't been going together. We've been playing poorly. We haven't been putting games together and things haven't been coming off. We drop our errors and we actually work at the game plan. We can beat anybody. What people have been mystified is how we've been winning, but we have. We have a way that you we can You also said win. this last game on the weekend against Melbourne was the worst game in like a decade. No, yeah. It was appalling. And He's what I do back. also know, what I also do know, uh, you know, since the Ricky era, whenever we played a game that bad, the next weekend has been a hell of a lot better. Has been a hell of a lot better, you know. Eh, yeah, eh, just eh. beat the Tigers. Anyway, write just, these guys uh, off your lost to Newcastle. And, and when they eh. go through, I'm going to remind you both of this. You doom saying naysayer, crap hounds. Believe for God's sake. Mate. Believe. Even Ricky. Even I'm, Ricky's given up. On I'm, ready you know, I'm ready to rebuild. I'm ready to rebuild. You too. You too. Even Ricky. I'm ready to rebuild. No, Drop you're, them you're all. sitting there saying Drop you're them burn all. the freaking house down and reset it now. Jeez, that's good. That's real West Tigers talk there. Look where that's got them. Even um, even Ricky's given up on the season as evidenced by the team list this week, but Pork still thinks we can go all the way. I uh, gotta love it. Uh, you gotta love the pork. You gotta love the pork. I'm assuming that was reasons to be cheerful. So we can we've covered off that segment. And now we'll go into the listener of the week. And listener of the week this week is a fellow called Andrew Dykes, who's a, a a great Raiders fan. I've seen him out the games for years and years and years and years. I saw him during the week. He told me he's he's recently discovered the podcast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loves it. Um, great, great. Uh, run while you can, run, roll you can, Andrew. Please. <laughs> yeah. run, Another thing he told me is he really likes Arnie yeah. J. 
people like Arnie J. I'm always confused when someone tells me that. Heaps I was like, people really? like Arnie J. Heaps of You're people so like Arnie J. So oh, look, I've also got to put out an apology because I uh, dissed one of our great listeners, Lampus Troutman, for blanking me at the football. I didn't have my glasses on. I assumed the person walking it towards just me with to a blade in the greatest blind you are, I am quite blind. You have greatest terrible vision. I wasn't wearing my glasses. It was a person who looked roughly the same size as her, young, attractive lady with a Raiders by 56, Blake and the Port and Beanie on. I made, I thought it was her. I smiled. They blanked me and walked past. Now I understand why it wasn't her. Yes, my eyesight is poor, and I apologize, Lampus. Speaking of Raiders by 56 beanies, um, we've still got some. Winter's coming to a close. Uh, there's only two more home games. But yeah, if you want to grab a Raiders by 56 beanie, jump online, uh, landspeed.com.au. Yeah, else is coming up soon. Father's Day. Yeah. And what father wouldn't want a Raiders by 56 it's true. beanie? It's get true. dad one for Father's Day or get him a uh, Blake and the Pork shirt from rugbyleaguemerch.com. Yeah, that's great. Fantastic sponsor of the show. Right, so coming up, um, although you boys think we're going to lose and we've got no chance, Saturday 26th of August at 7.35, we're up against the Broncos, right? Of course, you're writing that off. I'm not. We're going to win. We're going to win that match and go to hell. Then, again, last match, I believe, of the home and away season. Again, another 4.05 Sunday afternoon on the TV against the Sharks. We got those, and yeah, then, and we've got we've got a good record against the sharks, but like, and know, then we got the another versus, streak. Another streak's about to be broken, and, and the then, sharks. And then, and then the week after that, we've got the one versus four playoff against the Panthers, where all of a sudden we'll have the week off and be into the prelim. No, mate, it's it's the it's, sharks have come good as we, well. If we win good. this weekend, if we win this weekend, which I actually think we will, then it's going to come down to us beating the sharks to get in. Right, right. Yeah. Well, look, we match up well against them because they're forward pack, but there's also some bad blood there. If you think back to earlier in the year with... Um, is Royce Hunt even... I don't know if he's even playing at the moment. Is he in their team? He's back. No, he's back. He's back. What, the last so time I looked at him, he, um, he was on the extended bench. How, I thought he played starts. on the weekend. Uh, yeah, he's on the bench. He's on the bench. Number 15. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting game. And, and then it looks like potentially... Um, Wade Graham or Joe Croker's last game. Yeah, and win it in for us and the Sharkies, and then the Roosters will play the Souths, play the Bunnies, and it's winning in for them too. So it's going to be an interesting last couple of weeks. But I, I've no faith in the way that we're playing, and I, I hope to, I hope to be shocked. Like you know, we've been in, earlier in the year. Like like to Pork's um, credit, when we beat the Broncos earlier this year, that was probably our lowest point. We're like, oh, yeah. this season's done. Mm. Yeah. You know, so and maybe this weekend we'll turn it around. And the omen was that Jade Croker did actually, that was the game that he came back into the side mm. and had a good game. That's right. Look, yeah. But there were reasons to be cheerful, not that you let me do it. Look, this is this is our future. We got Adrian Trevelyan, Chevy Stewart, Ethan Strange, Ethan Saunders, Trey Mooney, Schiller, Seb Chris, Adam Mariota, Matt Timoko, Horsburgh and Taps. That is the makings of a very good side. In 2029. Oh, shut up. <laughs> anyway, you have been listening to Raiders View with Blake and the Pork, the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet. Um, I'm Pork. Are you going to say anything? <laughs> oh, I'm Blake. Yeah, and... I'm old. Yeah, you are. You're the young one, man. You're the young one in this. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, and we'll talk to you again soon. Too many Raiders games. Yeah, righto. Oh,